Good morning. What a glorious opportunity you and I have to say, be blessed. Now we take it for granted, don't we? Just to say, be blessed. Because you and I are the church, you and I, we, together, across all denominations, across all barriers, we are the church. It's not the denomination. It's not the church you belong to. It's the kingdom of God. Universal kingdom of God. So what are the characteristics of a true church, would you say? What are the characteristics of a true church in the kingdom of God? It's not the building. Yeah, the buildings are great. The buildings are good. And many churches these days, they build these huge auditoriums. It's good, but it's not in the first place, the building. It's you and me. Now, Paul is writing to the people in Ephesus. And you know, this just gripped me so deeply because the Reverend Henry Damons and... Uh, the Reverend Karl Verhoof with a tour group. They are in Turkey at the moment with a radio pulpit tour group in Turkey. And they are walking around, I presume, at Ephesus as well. And this is where Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus. But it's meant to be the mark the characteristics of a true church across all the barriers, across all the ages. Now listen to Ephesians 1 verse 15 to 23. I'm going to read it from the message translation called the marks of the church. That's why when I heard of the solid trust you have in the master Jesus and your outpouring of love to all the followers of Jesus, I couldn't stop thanking God for you. Every time I prayed, I'd think of you and give thanks. But I do more than thank. I ask, I ask the God of our Master Jesus Christ, the glory of God to make you intelligent and discerning in knowing Him personally. Your eyes focused on clear so that you can see exactly what it is he is calling you to do grasp the immensity of this glorious way of life he has for his followers oh the utter extravagance of his work in us who trusts him endless energy boundless strength wow all this energy issues from Christ. God that raised him from death and set him on a throne in heaven in charge of running the universe. This is Jesus in charge, put in charge by God in running the universe. Everything from galaxies to governments, 
No name and no power exempt from his rule. And not just for the time being, but forever. Hmm? He's raised from the dead, Jesus, and God put him in charge of running the universe from the galaxies to governments. No name and no power exempt from his rule. And not just for the time being, but forever. He is in charge of it all. He has the final word on everything. And at the center of all this, Christ Jesus rules the church. The church, you see, is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. Hey, Paul, I'm going to read it again from the message translation, Ephesians 1. The church, you see, is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body in which he speaks and acts, by which he fills everything with his presence. Wow, what a word. What a prayer, what a character, what a mark of the body of Christ. Lord God Almighty, we adore and worship and praise you, Father God, for this portion of Scripture, led by the Holy Spirit when, when you enlightened St. Paul, to pray for the church in Ephesus. The universal church, across all barriers, there's no language barrier, there's no race barrier, no color barrier, no cultural barrier, no nothing, no barrier. It's across all the ages. And you have put Christ, the risen Jesus, on a throne in deep heaven, says Ephesians 1 verse 20. And you, Lord God, you put Jesus Christ in charge of running the universe. Everything from galaxies to governments. And no name and no power exempt from your rule, Jesus Christ. Not just for the time being way back in Ephesus, but forever. Even to this moment, seven minutes past six o'clock on the 18th of October, on this Wednesday morning, you are running the universe. Not the presidents, not cabinet ministers, not kings or queens, not prime ministers or premiers. You are in charge. Jesus Christ, what a word. Father God, it excites us so much as we are in this deep prayer of adoration and worship to you that Jesus says your holy word in Ephesians 1 verse 20 to 23 has been risen from the dead and set up on a throne in the deepest heavens and put in charge of running the universe. As your word says, it's not my words, Lord, it's your word. And everything, everything from galaxies to governments, no name 
no power except your rule. Lord, and when we feel, I've got goose flesh on my bald head and on my arms and legs as I just come to you in adoration with each and every listener right now, Lord God, struck by your word, under the leadership of your Holy Spirit right now. When we get so carried away and moan and groan, when we are so focused on the me, myself and I and our little world, when we are so focused on how things are in this world, Israel and Gaza, when we are so focused on Ukraine and Russia, when we are so focused on the failure of governments all over the world, and even in our own country, Lord, when we hear about yesterday in the news, even the strikes that can stop paying out the Sasa grants to the most vulnerable of the poor of the poor so that they can't get their money. Father God, when we get all excited looking in, into the small little world of our lives, we hear your word as your children. Jesus is the Christ. Ephesians 1, 22-23 saying, God raised Jesus from the dead. And he set him on a throne in deep heaven. And God put Christ, Jesus, in charge of running the universe. And your word says everything, everything in the universe. From galaxies to governments. And no name and no power exempt from this rule. Not only for the people in Ephesus way back but forever, right now to 11 minutes past 6 o'clock on the 18th of October. Oh, God. And then you say to us, your children, the church, not the denomination of all the different churches, but your church, your body, Though it may be white, brown, pink, yellow, whoever. The church, your word says, is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. Holy God, we bring you all the adoration and all the praise and all the worship as we only want to sing hallelujah to you for this. God Almighty, that this may be true. What a hallelujah. Because the church is your body, Jesus. 
and you speak and act through the church. You, Christ Jesus, you fill everything with your presence. What a word. What a word. Ephesians 1 verse 15 to 23. Lord God, we praise your in immeasurable love. We cannot measure your love, your mercy and grace. And therefore we pray this from the words in the NIV in Ephesians 1, 15 to 23 in these words with Paul. It is because I have heard of your faith in Jesus Christ and your love to all God's consecrated people that I never cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers as Paul prayed for the people in Ephesus and across all times. It is the aim of my prayer that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom, the spirit which brings you new revelation as you come to know Him more and more fully. It is the aim of my prayers that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you may know what hope His call and calling has brought to you, what wealth of glory there is in our inheritance among the saints, what surpassing greatness there is in His power to us who believe with a belief which was brought by the might of his strength, that power which wrought in Christ to raise him from among the dead and to set him at God's right hand in the heavenly places, above every rule and authority and power and lordship, above every rule and authority and power and lordship, above every dignity which is held in honor, not only in this age of Ephesus, but also in the ages to come, until the 18th of October, quarter past six this morning, on this Tuesday morning, and way beyond this day. God's subjected all things to Christ, and he gave him as head above all to the church, which is his body. The church is his complement on earth. The church, which belongs to him who is filling all things in all places. Oh. Amen. Ephesians 1. Actually, there's nothing more to say about this. The Greek word for opening up the eyes of my heart. If I remember correctly, is tois ophthalmois tes cardias. And I said it the other morning as well. If you have to go to an eye doctor, a specialist in eyes, the doctor is called ophthalmologist. Ophthalmologist. In Afrikaans, a oog doctor. 
It comes from the Greek word ophthalmos, which means eyes. When you have a heart problem, you go to the cardiology department, to the specialist, the cardiologist, the cardioloog, soos ons in Afrikaans sê, die heart specialist, kom van die Griekse woord cardia, heart. Now here in Ephesus, Paul is speaking of the eyes of my inner spirit, the eyes of my heart, the inner eye, that may be enlightened so that I may know him personally, Jesus Christ, that I may have the sophos, the intelligence discerning, knowing knowledge to know Jesus personally so that my eyes will be focused and clear the inner eye of my heart so that I can experience the extravagance of the work of Christ Jesus in me. Endless energy, boundless strength in me. And then I will be able by the power of the Holy Spirit when my inner eye of my heart, my toys of thalmois tes cardias, when the eye of my inner being will be enlightened. Hmm? Then I will have the intelligent discerning knowledge to know Christ, the risen Christ, who is on the throne in the deep heaven. That will give me endless energy and boundless strength in whatever I have to go through in life because I'm focused on the utter extravagance of the work of Jesus Christ. And then I will see clearly that Jesus was set in charge of running the universe. Everything, says the word, from galaxies to governments, and no name, no power exempt from his rule. Jesus is in charge of it all through all the ages. He has the final word on everything. Not me, not the president, not a minister in cabinet, not a premier in the province's offices, not the municipal mayor, not the president of the United States, nor Anthony Blinken from the United States, nor Netanyahu, the Premier or the Prime Minister of Israel. Not Putin in Russia. Or whoever. Not even our own Excellency President Ramaphosa. But Christ Jesus. And then he says, and then my eye will see this and I will break into a new hallelujah. Because I will know that the church is not peripheral, peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. Lord God, we sing a thousand hallelujahs to you.